0: Hi friends, thank you for joining us on Food for Thought. My name is Sunil Chandy, I'm the rector and priest here at Christ Episcopal Church, and Food for Thought is a ministry out of Christ Episcopal Church, and we thank you for your presence uh, here, and uh, today we have a wonderful program, uh, a really interesting interview, and we hope that you will uh, comment to us in our chats and tell us how you think, of, what you think about the information from this program and also how it is transforming your life. And, uh, and so today we have uh, two wonderful continuing guests. They are, they are a part of our Christ Church uh, community and important leaders in our community. Uh, they are the head of the Altar Guild. Uh, the directress is Dr. Natalie Pukas and she- uh, Cheryl Leong. And they are the boss behind the bosses uh, of this church. <laughs> And so uh, today we're, uh, I'm, just, I'm just so happy to have them. They are, um, they're so important for us in our community, but also they have such wonderful insight. And so how are you guys doing? Good. Good? Good. Yeah, this is the first time we're interviewing each other outside of the, uh, the laptop, right? And the c- right. computer. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, we're doing it at home in, in our church, in our sanctuary. I mean, we always joke that you guys should have, you all should have a room with a cot in here because you're right. here all. This uh, is our home. This is your home, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and it's a home for many people in our church. Now, how long have both of you been part of the uh, Christ Church community? Seventy-one years. Seventy-one years. Wow, Natalie, thank God bless you for that. You were baptized here. Yes, I was. In that font over there. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And then Cheryl.
1: Um, I came in 1974 when we moved here for my husband to join the West LA Medical Center, and I joined the Alta guild in 1978. 1978.
0: So that's uh, how many years is that now? Uh, 78. A lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's about. Uh, Over 40, 42, right? 42. Yeah. Because 40, my son joined acolytes at the same time, and I think they had to be, Everett started taking them at eight.
0: Yeah.
2: And we so, joined.
0: So like seven, 78, so that's, uh, I think it's um, uh, uh, 44 years, 44 years. I think it's 44 years. It
2: just years. goes by like… It
0: goes so fast, I would, I would think. And, and Natalie, how long have you been a part of the altogether?
2: Well, just about 10 years. Um, Actually, I, my mother, who was a member of the altar guild, wanted me to join for years. And my work, I just couldn't commit.
0: Yeah, as a superintendent of schools in, in Stonington, it North Stonington, uh, it's, it's tif- difficult to do manage all of this.
2: So when uh, my mother passed, I had retired. And Cheryl approached me. And I said, I will, in, in order to honor my mother. That's what I'm
0: doing, and you are, and you have. Um, I, I, both of you are, are just. Some, uh, I am so grateful for, for both of you. I, there's this there's this wonderful cartoon of. Uh, I saw. I think it was on the far side, or something similar to it. It was it was a priest, and um, and he's uh, and he's standing up and he's just got his vestments on and he's looking pretty haughty and everything and then there are, there are, there's, there's an altar guild directress standing in front of him and then there's a younger altar guild person lying on the, not lying on the floor, but kneeling and crying and then, um, and then uh, the caption says, Father, don't worry about her. She doesn't understand all of your whims and fancies and your problems with getting things done on time. <laughs> you both are, have been so wonderful uh, in my ministry here and in our collective ministry at, at Christ Church. Um, I'm grateful for, 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 for both of you and the large team of people that you have. How many people are now in the altar guild? It's, it's one of the largest altar guilds that I've, that I've ever served with.
1: 17?
0: 17. 17, right.
1: Including four men.
0: Including four men. And, and that was an intentional decision, wasn't it?
1: Well, it started years ago when our dear friend Seth Tillman was alive. He, beca- he and David Holt became auxiliary members because they would often help us out if we didn't have someone available after a service or clean up and they, they knew it perfectly and they would help us out. And then we said, why don't you become real members of the altar guild? And they, they did. And since then we've asked three more.
0: Yeah, I remember that, uh, so Seth was also uh, listed as a sacristan Right? And, uh, and he was devoted to the altar guild. Right? Well, that's,
1: that's what the girl acolytes were called years ago because okay. originally it was debate on whether they should be behind the altar or not. So they, but they showed up more sometimes than the boys and they got to be good at it.
0: Yeah. I, you know, some changes are good as we expand our ministry, as we allow people to come in and exercise ministry. I see the men on the altar guild and the women on the altar guild just enjoying themselves, being uh, a part of, of this process to help the church do really good ministry in the world. It's beautiful. You know, when I come to your meetings, when you guys, when, you're, uh, when you run a meeting, is so much joy there, you know, and possibilities, you know, and people, People enjoy themselves.
1: Well, like I said, it's like a family yeah. to us, and lifelong friendships have been developed. And
0: Yeah. And so um, we also, Natalie, we also have uh, an in- initiative coming up this, this coming weekend. We have uh, a big service. What's, what's that about you?
2: Well, Christchurch Arthur Guild will celebrate its 98th birthday this, this year. Well, we are in June. Um, It was officially formed in 1924. And prior to that, two ladies served and did all of the setting up and whatnot for 50 years prior to to that. And so we were formed in 1924, and every June, actually since you've been with us as, as our rector, we celebrate Guild Recognition Sunday and we install new members and we've always had new members and and it's it's great. Um, This coming weekend we have a special priest coming to um, be the uh, preacher and that's Father Larry Byrne from the Diocese of Long Island which is also the diocese of the former assistant rector here at Christ Church, Bishop Larry Provenzano. That's right. (laughs) And um, he's going to install new members into the National Altar Guild Association, which we actually joined last year. And we are going to uh, bring in three new members to that. And I'll let Cheryl tell you about the National Altar Guild because she was the one that Thought about us getting involved in that, and now we're involved in
0: that. I love it. And and National Altar Guild, it, it's NAGA is the it's name. NAGA. Right? Okay. It,
1: it was originally National Association of Diocesan Altar Guilds, and they changed the name, I believe, in 1987 to include the whole country. And um, I happened to be on the internet looking up something, I can't remember if it was diocesan pins, because our original Altagil pins that I received were diocesan Altagil pins or what it was. And I came upon the the NAGA website. And I I looked at it and I said, this looks very interesting and something we may want to join. You share ideas with Altagils all over the country. there's ways that you can participate. Yeah. They do kits. They make uh, stoles for our priests or ministers in the, in the uh, military. Um, they have sewing things. You get tips and uh, just share with everybody else their ideas, how they coped with COVID, how they did many other things. And we've been um, lucky enough they have an epistle newsletter that comes out four times a year. And we've um, been published in that twice. The last one was on Mothering Sunday.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad they switched the names, though, because it was from nada to naga, right? Naga. Nada means nothing. Nothing. Right.
2: (laughs) 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 It's <laughs> like the, the Nova car. It would never sell in Hispanic countries because in Spanish, Nova means it doesn't go. It doesn't. <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry about that. That was an aside. Yes, I know, but I'll throw my Spanish in there, you know. But, um, you know, we both, all, of us, all three of us had a conversation with Father Byrne, and he seems to be delightful.
1: Yes, he's, and it's, again, with, besides being a priest, being a member of the National Altar Guild, and I believe he's also chaplain to the Altar Guild, the diocesan altar guild in Long Island.
0: Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. And, um, and he's going to bring his cope? Is it? He is. Oh, good, so we're gonna, have, we're gonna be all coped up.
2: <laughs> we're gonna have a big celebration. Um, another thing that we did in, in relation to Naga um, was we had uh, Diane Rondon. Uh, she is the representative for New England yeah. from um, from Naga. And we got diocesan Altagill members from the Narragansett Deanery yeah. and priests, your colleagues. Yeah. And we had a luncheon and she spoke to us about Naga. We did that in May and that was great. And I think that's the first time we've ever had a deanery kind of thing, and we're going to keep that going. And,
0: and well, I got to tell you, I, uh, my my colleagues in ministry that were, uh, who were there, there was Beth Sherman, who was the dean of our uh, our uh, deanery, and also uh, Bettine Bessier, uh, They loved it, and they they told me how uh, this is the type of thing we need to continue to do throughout the diocese, just to kind of encourage. Uh, altar guilds uh, to grow. I mean, we have, you said we have 17 people, right? 17 people in our altar guilds, many altar guilds have only one or maybe no one.
1: Yeah, and especially when COVID hit because traditionally, uh, at least, many of the altar guild members are older and, and it just hit them hard and would not, come to church or yeah. be able to come to church and they'd find one person that would would come. And we came during COVID when the church was empty and, and set up and did everything so you could do your broadcast even though we did not come ourselves.
0: Yeah. And, and you, know, I, 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 you know, I just would love to kind of talk about the demographics of our own group. I mean, we, we have a lot of retirees in the altar guild but we also have a lot of younger women uh, who have joined us all right and and so um and so i think it's actually skewing uh the data in terms of uh who are whom who are members i mean and again it comes back to the openness of, of of you both and also the whole altar guild the idea about wanting to grow and then Thinking outside the box. Those are those are important um, goalposts for us to have, which is really good.
2: Well, we think outside the box for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and we, I think that we're very active in all aspects of the church, not just in the altar guild, but we're part of you know the worship committee and things of that nature. And um, it's just an honor. It's just an honor. Why don't you tell them about um, what we were talking about, how we get to participate, and what we get to see when when we do the things.
1: You mean regular sun weekend yeah. setups? Right, right. Um, that's our biggest job, is to set up for all services in the church, mostly weekends, but you'll have an occasional funeral during the week. And we've been able to feel part of um, a lot of people's lives. Last weekend, we had a wedding, mm-hmm. yeah. a funeral, and three baptisms, and celebrated Pentecost. so we got to touch the whole circle of of, of everybody's life and even the the vessels that most people don't get to see, except for us privileged or on the altar, inscriptions on those gifts that were in remembrance of, of a son of someone that was killed in the 38 hurricane, um, different organizations, women's groups. So there's, there's a lot of history, and there's a lot of feeling part of the whole congregation.
0: You know, yesterday, I had to do um, uh, a a funeral service or a committal service for a baby who was just born, uh, a stillborn baby. Um, The young mother carried the baby to full term almost and then what happened was the cord wrapped around the the baby's neck and and when she went to uh, the hospital, she called her grandmother and says, Grammy, I'm about to have the baby, and she was excited and then and then all of a sudden uh, she found out the baby died and she went through 12 hours of labor delivering that baby. And yesterday we buried her, at, at, we buried the baby and but on, on top of the casket was um, the, the pall given to, given to them by you all, a pall for infants. And and it was just so very touching and important for that family to know that they were being thought of, that they are being prayed for, that um, that they're not alone. You know, that's the, for this young couple, it, they're starting their this relationship, I mean, they're in relationship, but this is their first child, and um, this is one of the worst experiences that they will almost have to go through, the loss of a child, but then the loss of that hope. And, and you know the idea being that, that Paul and our presence meant that they're not alone. And that's one of the things that I see in our altar guild. You, you're, there's a sense of community. You all know that, help each other know that we're not alone. We're not alone, that, that you're walking with people of faith, but then also, more importantly, that, that God is with us.
2: Absolutely.
0: God bless you both.
2: Thank you, Father, and God bless you, you too. For all your support, I mean, you are actually the head of the altar guild, fine. By- Yeah.
0: (laughs) Technically. Technically, that's right. But in reality, we know. Well, we come to you
2: with our crazy ideas, and you let us run with it. I mean, all the the things that you do. and and, I mean, we publish an, an article in our church's newsletter every month, The Cornerstone, and try to teach people. I mean, one of the greatest things that you know the joys that we find is when we have little children and sometimes we're teaching them about the stuff. Uh, we did the first communion class and we taught them about setting up with the tablecloth and the napkin. We didn't teach them all the technical thing, but then we have a church mouse that's engraved underneath your seat. Yes. And and uh, we bring the children up there and uh, they get to see the church mouse and they think that's the greatest thing since sliced bread. So we have a lot of joy in. We do and, and showing other people, and it's important, I think, that they know all about this church and its beauty and what we do and the meaning of things, and, and that's important to us. Yeah. But uh, we always say, when anybody thanks us, and we get lots of thanks, it's a labor of love, and I believe that to be absolutely true. What we do is a labor of
0: love. Yeah. I, I do know that, um, Natalie, I think you, you, your mother will be smiling. on you. you. And, and Cheryl, I know your husband will. It has a smile on his face also, and, and your parents, and everyone yeah, who taught my you. my
1: mother was very active in the Episcopal Church, not a member of the altar guild, but choir mother, and uh, uh, very uh, girls-friendly society. Um, she was the head of that, and so she was never part of the altar guild. But um.
0: you know, there's a there's a there's a thing that's going around right now about the Episcopal Church declining and dying, but um, I don't believe it. I don't think so because we've got people like you both, people like you both, and our altar guild who are who are who are faithful, who are carrying the banner forward, and our church will never die. In fact, it'll only grow. That's what I believe. And I said, yeah, yeah, amen. So we're about at done with our conversation. We hope that people will join us on uh, this coming Sunday, especially to hear Father, uh, Father Byrne. He'll be at all three services. And, um, and, and then we'll have the actual commissioning at the 10 o'clock service on Sunday morning. And uh, we hope that you'll join us for uh, for that uh, for any one of those services, the three services that we have. And then also, um, if any of you are interested in in the Altar Guild to find uh, finding out about what uh, they do and how they they serve our church and serve the world, uh, please do come in and ask uh, and talk to either Natalie or Cheryl or any one of the uh, members of the Altar Guild, and uh, you'll be you'll find that you'll have an interesting and lovely conversation with lovely people.
1: We'd love to have everybody, men, women, you know. um,
0: Children, maybe?
1: Yeah, older children. My children came every weekend when I set up and the story that Father McGinn keeps talking about, they were sitting on the front steps coloring and they kind of went out of the lines with the grands. And we're on the front steps, washing the front steps of the church. People going by probably wondered what I had done to receive that penance. But but he includes it every year in his sermon.
0: Oh, God bless you. Well, God bless you both again. Thank you, Father. And thank you for joining us. And again, if you uh, want to comment, please do. Uh, comment and put, it, put your comments in the chat and, 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 end, and any questions you might have as well. Let's end our time together with a prayer. The Lord be with you.
2: And also, and also with, with you. you.
0: Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the many gifts that you've given us. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of the church. In it, we find our hope, we find joy, we find a sense of community, we find a sense of of hope in the midst of all the challenges of life. Lord, we thank you that you have given us the church and salvation through the church. We pray, Lord, that you will help us also to understand that within the church, you have given us various committees that help the church to continue its work of joy and hope in the world. And we thank you especially for the, for the work of the Altar Guild. We ask you, Lord God, to bless it as they prepare the altar and prepare the church week in and week out for people to receive your body and blood, to be nourished by faith so that they could walk forward into the future facing their challenges with hope. We ask you, Lord, to bless the Altar Guild and bless all of the members and bless our directresses. And we pray that you will continue to watch over them, helping them to carry the banner of Christ to the world, into the future. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Join with me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, But deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen friends go in peace to love and serve god spread the light of christ to the world around us the world needs it right now thank you
2: thanks for watching did you know that you can join christ church from anywhere in the world if you're feeling connected to what we're doing Email us today at communicate at christchurchwesterly.org.